Welcome to The Lovers, The Dreamers, The, the podcast, podcast, starring Joey Love and Michaela Burridge. Welcome back to The Lovers, The Dreamers, The Podcast. Do you guys miss us? Uh, I hope they did. I hope so. My mom yeah. did. Yeah. She's only told me that a thousand times. Yeah, it's just on the phone. You know, if there's only, only one person listening, it's going to be your mom. So true. Yeah, so... Shout out to your mom. Hey. <laughs> um, well, we have a super... This uh, is really exciting, yeah, guys. Yeah, I, I mean, my... I don't even know how to describe this episode because, like, we have been teasing uh, that, like, a special a special thing for so long, and then it finally happened. It did. Um, and now we're... Uh, we finally get to talk about it and finally get to uh, review it and share what we did. So, um Michaela, do you want to you tell everybody I what we did? I do, I do. Um, so let's see. Today, as we're recording, is Friday, October 13th. Ooh. Um, but on, <laughs> um, on Wednesday, we woke up super early, flew from Orlando to New York at 4.30 in the morning, which we'll, we'll detail all the little, little things later. Um, but we went to New York City, just the two of us, to go see Drumroll Sesame Street the Musical. Yay! Yay! Oh my gosh. Oh, it was it, amazing. I I've never had more fun at a at a show, like yeah. I think in my entire life. It was a really great time. Um there oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about. I don't even yeah. really know where to start. Well let's let's just start from the from the beginning of it. Well we we got up. Um, you came. I never went to sleep, actually. Well, yeah, no, um, yeah. You I had... saw Jeremiah and I saw Depeche Mode the night before, so yeah. Um, and yeah. that that then led you to heading home, getting like what thirty minutes of sleep, if that, yeah. yeah. And then picking me up, and I roughly only had about maybe two hours of sleep as well because I was just I was excited, and you yeah. know things happen. Um, and we drove to the airport. We uh, we got on our flight, um, and. Wow, what a flight what that a was. Flight. Um, I don't think I've ever had like this was an amazing trip other than maybe our our travel experience. Everything In, was an absolute dream except getting places. Yeah, because our flight to New York was every everything that could have gone wrong other than maybe a like the plane like crashing happened. It was like yeah. Like we had. Um, I don't think anyone threw up. I don't think somebody got somebody didn't get sick, but somebody did like spill a bunch of like that's crap true crap. Yeah, in, like, was... in like the like like two rows away from us. Yeah. Um. There was like there was crying babies. A guy who was yelling at his baby who like was worse worse than, than, than the baby. baby. Like he, he just was like he's like little dude, you gotta stop talking. Everybody like, was you here. And he, you know you're here. He was he was like the epitome of New York. Like, it was just, like, he was clearly, like, just this, like, like, just imagine just, like, the most big, burly, like, Italian Bronx man. That was who was yelling at his child. And now everyone has heard that description and goes, makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then, like, a kid was kicking your seat. Yeah. Um, we had to have the wheels changed on yeah, our... so we're, like, sitting on the plane, <laughs> and it's, like, five minutes past we're supposed to take off. And the pilot comes over the intercom, and he's like, so our landing wheels, 
like are you know they just they need to be changed we like just figured that out so like give us a little bit so the flight took off probably about 25 30 minutes later than it was supposed to um but the good news is i i'm a really good travel planner and i had planned um so the flight was supposed to leave at like 5 15 and get to new york at about eight o'clock in the morning um, we ended up leaving at about 5.45, taking off, and we still landed in New York at about 7.45, so. Yeah, no, we, even with all We made all really the, great time, even with everything. Yeah, with all the delays and everything, I mean, we made made good time. And then, so, we, after flying, the, oh, also, when we landed in New York, the, we won't say the, the flight, uh, the airline that we flew in, but I, they. I think it, we did already, didn't we? I. I don't think I, I did. You did. I didn't. I don't know. Maybe not. You I can just, probably guess. Yeah. I just, I, I don't want to get sued by yeah. Brunner Airlines. Um, yeah. and yeah, but, um, <laughs> it was like, they make their planes with duct tape. Like, my gosh, it was like, everything was rattling. I was like, I'm in an old, like, I just felt, I felt like I was in like a 20 year old Chevy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, um, but anyway, we, we landed in New York. We were, uh, got out in uh, LaGuardia, and once we got into New York, we were like, it, it was more just so that we just weren't used to New York travel, because I think, like, in terms of, like, getting to where we needed to go, the, we took two buses and we took the subway, mm-hmm. and I think that all went relatively smoothly. We it just did. We just didn't know where everything was. Yeah. It was much easier to figure out the way back to the airport oh, because sure. we knew kind of what the signs were supposed to say. Yeah. Um, but Joey did a really great job of finding where we needed to be. Jeremiah had kind of given us like an outline of like, oh, well, you can do this. We were going to just Uber. Um, I'm glad we didn't because we ended up being able to use that, that money on like food. Yeah, that, that would have been, we, I, would, I would not have gotten as much stuff from yeah. Sesame Street the Musical. if Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, we figured it out. We did it. Um, it was very funny, so I'll, we'll post pictures on our social media now that we've, like, announced it. Um, but Joey was wearing his Kermit <laughs> the Frog cardigan mm-hmm. and a yellow button-up dress shirt and a very cute pink bow tie. I was wearing a yellow dress that I found on Amazon by searching kindergarten teacher dresses. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. And little ruffle socks and my, my Doc Martens. And so we're both wearing these, like, super bright colors And we're getting on the subway (laughs) and everyone else is wearing like, you know, gray and black and like, you know, very just like. Either like they're dressed in like actual business clothes because they need to get to work or they're dressed in like sweats. Yeah. Like, like normal New York clothes. (laughs) Yeah. But it's all like very like neutral, like, you know, gray tones and whatever. And Joey and I are standing there in like bright yellow and bright green. With the biggest smiles With on our face. With the biggest little smiles, <laughs> heads down on our phones, trying to read the maps and um, like telling my family we're okay and all kinds of stuff. And so we just look at each other. I'm like, we look so touristy right now. Like it could have been a movie scene of like, oh, oh yeah. the, the dumb tourists get off the subway. At, at one point when we had gotten off the subway, you had said we look like if uh, the Muppets movie was like in reverse and like yes. every like we're like the the Muppets that stand out of like and it was like it's true we looked we looked like we were just 
Like we were a sore thumb and everything. I think even sure. I think even the naked cowboy gave us a, a weird look when we won. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, we 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 took the subway. We came we came up by um, Rockefeller Center, um, which was not where our show was, but we had we had plans. Like we, we were, did. we had guys. A- we've been planning this for a long time since basically right after recording our first episode. Yeah, we had we had seen that Sesame Street the musical was coming back off Broadway because it had an original run like sometime like earlier in the year I believe and we saw it was coming back and we were like well should we do it and then just like on a whim we were looking at the flight and we were like wow this is actually like pretty cheap we might be able to like swing it and we're just like you know we were just like you know what let's just do it and and then we did and I'm glad we did because it it was a lot of fun we had such a great day. And of course, we'll mostly focus on the show and everything, but I think we'll, we can run through the rest of our day, too. Yeah, I mean, the before the show, we stopped at a couple of stores because the other thing that we were, gonna, we were going to do was F.A.O. Schwartz has a um, Elmo Monster Maker um, thing in their store. Um, we did not wind up doing that experience because we just felt for us... Um, it was it was definitely geared towards like the ex- the experience was very kid safe, which obviously makes sense. Yeah. And so a lot of the eyeballs, nose, all the stuff is just put on with Velcro, and it's not it wasn't the best quality for the price that it was yes. was was what we ultimately decided. However. Um, that does not mean that Joey and I did not purchase toys at FAO Schwartz. Oh, absolutely not. Well, and before we even got to FAO Schwartz, we had gone to the, the MLB store because I, it, the Phillies are in the playoffs right now. So I was like, I got to check did out the Did you guys know everything. Joey's from Philly? Yeah, I don't know if you knew this about me by the everything about me. Um, but I'm from Philly. And uh, I, had, I had to see if they had stuff there. We, they didn't. We left there. We went to the 30 Rock. Um, checked out like the NBC store. They didn't really have much there, but we got lunch and it was it was fantastic. Lunch was amazing. I'm yeah. still thinking about that sandwich. Yeah, and then we went and then we went to FAO Schwartz. And when we got to FAO Schwartz, the the guard standing out front is dressed up like a toy soldier. And he, he's so cute. He was obsessed with my cardigan, which everyone was, so, was obsessed with Joey's cardigan. We were getting stopped like literally every block or so. So, like, <laughs> hey, nice cardigan. Oh my God, where did you get that? Like, all a- the time. And even from people that you wouldn't think, like, there was this guy on the subway who was this very, like, well dressed guy, like, definitely going to work, little man bun. And he just looks at Joey and goes, nice sweater. And, like, nobody was doing it, like, in, like, a, oh, look at that guy wearing a Muppet sweater. Yeah. Everyone genuinely wanted to know where he got this There sweater. was, like, there was one guy who was, like, it was, like, uh, uh, like, I don't know how to describe him. He was more, like, a construction worker-esque yeah. vibes. Like, he was even, like, he was, like, that's an awesome sweater, man. Yeah. Like, everyone's all about his bow tie. Yeah, my bow tie. I don't think anybody complimented me once. But Joey was getting stopped, like, every two seconds. Well, you did look very pretty. I, Thank I, you. I will say that. Joey was on eyelash patrol, making sure my fake eyelashes didn't fall off. Uh, it was, At one point, I was like, am I wearing all the eyelashes I'm supposed to be? He goes, I guess. Yes. 
took me a hot minute to realize that you were talking about like fake eyelashes, and I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't do. Are your eyelashes supposed to come off? Like, I don't, I don't know. How many do you lose a day? Is it like the hair that's on your head? Like, could you imagine? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But we, so we ended up at FAO Schwartz, and we're just like roaming around because we wanted to check out everything before we like actually made any purchases. So they have some really cool stuff there. Obviously, they they have like the make your own Barbie and they have um, like the, the real life baby dolls that are like, that like look very reminiscent of like actual babies and you know, Funko, Calico Critters, Hasbro, you like, you name it, they got it there, right? It's the world's best and biggest toy store since Toys R Us is no longer a thing. And one of the things that they had there, obviously we said the Elmo thing, we just, we decided not to do that because there was another experience that, Michaela really wanted to do. Yes. Um, If you're familiar with stuffed animals like I am, um, one of the biggest stuffed animal brands right now is Jelly Cat. And they make all different, like if you, so they have like a, like a cup of coffee with a little face and little feet. Um, I had a shark one time in high school and I had little legs on it, a little smile, and I called him shark with legs. And... (laughs) I just, like, the best, most wonderful quality, like, biggest, like, assortment of, like, types of stuffed animals. They're just so cute. And at FAO Schwartz, a couple months ago, they opened, they call it the Jelly Cat Diner. And everything is, like, that, like, it's, like, a bright blue, looks very, like, 50s. It's super cute. And you can choose between um, a stuffed hot dog, pizza, taco, or hamburger, and they package it up for you in, like, diner packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get, like, a little sticker with your name on it and, a, like, a sticker sheet of, like, stickers of the stuffed animals and a little pin um, and a little bag. Like, it's just so cute. And I am a big stuffed animal girl. Like, I say all the time that, like, if this podcast takes off, I'm going to do, like, a solo one about stuffed animals or something. <laughs> um, or, like, a TikTok where I review stuffed animals. I'm just very passionate about them. You are. Um, and so I was so excited. We walked in and saw that. And I... There were so many times during the day that I just very excitedly was like, Joey, 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 Joey. And <laughs> I... It, oh, my gosh. It was great. Um, we'll get into this later. This was, like, one of the best days of my life. Um, so many cool things happened. It really... We both had a great day. It really it felt so like... Good. Like, it was... As much as we were saying, like, I was getting compliments for my outfit, the day itself was, like, everything good that could have happened to and for Michaela happened in this day yeah. and I was just along for the ride like I was just enjoying like I was just living life vicariously through her like it was, so it, it was but it I got was to spend fantastic. the whole day with my best friend yeah. and that was that was one of the things that I was so happy to do that I was like man I don't get first of all we, we're always working we're always doing something yeah. so like we never get the time to like actively do stuff on our own, right. let alone with each other. Yeah. So the fact that we got like literally a whole day to just like go out and like do that, it was it was, it was literally so the awesome. best day. Um, but we did the the Jelly Cat experience. Yeah, I was a bad influence. Joey wasn't going to, and I was like, "Do it, Joey. We're not coming back here." Uh, yeah, and I wasn't going to do it mostly because I was like, "It's not really my 
thing. Like I do have I do have stuffed animals and Jade has stuffed animals and like but for me a lot of my things that I own are very rooted in like Disney or the Muppets or Sesame Street or you know like there's there's like an intellectual property that is like very connected to it and there's and Jade's very much like she she has a little bit of that but she's more like aesthetic in mm. that regard. So like this jelly cat is definitely something that would like, be right up her alley. Like it's having a cute, having a cute little stuffed animal of like, just like a, like a random food item or a random yeah. thing. Like that's totally her. However, I saw how cute it was when Michaela got her little hot dog, because I don't think you said, did you say that you got a, the hot dog? Um, no, we both got hot dogs. Yeah. We both got hot dogs. And I debated for a really long time. Yeah. I think we ultimately went with the hot dog because what did we say? We said that the the it taco was yeah the taco wasn't our favorite, and yeah. then we were like the hamburger kind of was like like it was really between the hot dog and the pizza, yeah. and then I was like I just think that the little legs on the hot dog were cuter than the little arms on the pizza, but that yeah. was just me, and then she gets her hot dog, and I go. That was really cute. Now I want that experience because they make the hot dog. Da- we'll post the video we'll on our video. on our uh, Instagram, but like it was it was so cute, and I was like I want to be a part of that. And now my little hot dog is is like he's sitting on our couch right now. Just and he's like, Joey's good luck charm. He is my good luck charm. He I was holding him the entire time watching the Phillies win the uh, divisional round, and now he's become my little like I have to have him to watch baseball games now. Yeah. Um. But we did the Jelly Cat experience, and then after we did the Jelly Cat experience, we made our way to the American Girl yeah. store. Yeah. We did, because I was like, I was like, was there anything else that we did in between that? Because I don't think so. No. We, we, took, a picture with, we took a picture with the guard. Yes. Which was fun. Yes, um, it was so cute. And then we, we went to the American Girl store, and you were living it up in there. I was living it up. So I had... So many American Girl dolls when I was little. And to not air my childhood trauma on the podcast, long story short, I don't have them anymore. And I don't think that I need to spend like $1,300 trying to replace them because I'm, you know, an adult. As I'm about to keep talking about stuffed animals. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm an adult <laughs> I, I don't need an American Girl doll. My I just priorities need a, I just need a giant Eeyore plushie. Yeah. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I did, for Christmas, I did ask my mom for, like, a beautiful oil painting of my favorite childhood stuffed animal from Etsy. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but anyway, American Girl store. It was really cool just seeing all of them, and I kept explaining to Joey, like, well, this was the first one I had, but I really liked this one the best, and I had a dress that looked just like this one, and... Um, all kinds of fun stuff, and it was just cool to, like, see it. It was very different from when I was little, um, because I had gone to the same American Girl store when I was little. That was, like, one of the, like, things that my grandparents and I would do, um, and so we, it it was so different since I had gone, because it's been, you know, I'm 26 now. It's been about 14 years since I had the dolls, and, um, so just, like, seeing them was really cool, and, uh, we got talking to um, one of the employees there. He was really sweet, um, but he was very excited about the place that we work um, and asked us a lot of questions about that. Um, <laughs> but it was nice. And we, so I was like, oh, you know, thank you so much. And I like got a little um, 
like coffee thermos with the dress pattern from one of my favorite dolls, Felicity. Um, so it's kind of like a grown-up purchase, but that would like, I don't know, fill yeah. a little gap there. I like I like when brands have stuff that's like like you know like all these different brands like Disney, like American Girl doll, like Sesame Street. They do work at pulling tugging on the heartstrings yeah. of like it was very you know, nostalgic. Yeah, nostalgia factor, yeah. and so I'm glad that they have stuff that like you know. As an adult, you may not want an American Girl doll yeah. or, you know, a, a plushie or whatever. And th- I'm glad that they had something for you to, like, yeah. get while they were there. Because I know that, like, I, I, my sister was big on um, American Girl dolls. And I know that Jade was also, like, I think she actually still has a bunch of hers, if I'm not mistaken. Not, he- not here in Orlando, but she has um, some back home where she's from. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I like text her, I knew she was at work and I was like, who's your favorite American girl doll quick. Um, and bought her stickers of, um, you know, said American girl dolls. And, uh, it was just, it was really cute. And I, you know, I can see, like, I'm excited for when, um, the time in my life comes where, I get to bring my kids to do, like, the American Girl doll experience. I'm going to have to come. I'm going to be the best aunt in the world. I'm so ready to be Auntie Michaela to your kids. I'm so excited. I, when, whenever they eventually come yeah. in, in the distant future, I'm very excited for them to have yeah. Auntie Michaela in their life. And uh, my cat will always call you Uncle Joey. As your cat shit. Luna, if, if you can teach my your, cat, notorious for loving strangers. If you can, if you can teach your cat to somehow meow the words Uncle Joey, I'll be very impressed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll start working on. I'll that. work. I'll work on that <laughs> as soon as she stops hating me for moving again. I will, I will work on making my cat say Uncle Joey. That's so funny. Um, but. We went into the American Girl store, and then eventually we were looking at the time, and we were like, oh, we should probably make our way towards the theater, because walking distance, it was roughly about 30 minutes out from where we were, because we were by Rockefeller Center, and we had to walk up towards Hell's Kitchen. Um, And so we were walking there, had a nice nice little stroll, and just, like, enjoying the views, enjoying, like, the weather. Weather was very nice. It was beautiful out. Um, And then we got to the theater, and... um, (laughs) So, so the show started at 2. Yes. We get there at 12.15. Yes. And we're like, oh my god, this is so exciting. And we open the doors... And this very nice girl, I'm not sure if they were maybe like tech crew, because we didn't see them again, but a really, really nice couple of guys were standing out front, um, and they were like, uh, hi, are you guys here for the show? And we're like, yeah, we're so excited, I can't wait, and like, Joey used the restaurant or whatever. And so I'm talking to the guys, and they're like, oh, so, you know, you guys are pretty early, and we're like, yeah, like, we're just so excited, like, we're, we flew down just for this, and they're like, What? And I was like, yeah, we, we flew down this morning from Orlando, or up, from yeah. Orlando, um, like, just for this show. And they're like, are you, how long are you staying? We're like, oh, we fly home tonight. And they were like, you flew from Orlando for this one-hour show? And we're like, yeah. Um, so they were super sweet. And they were like, you know, we're not technically ready to, like, open up the lobby yet. So, you know, there's a great coffee shop next door. And 
that was some of the best coffee I've ever had. It was called Romeo and Juliet Coffee. It was so good. Um, So it was actually really nice. We got to kind of sit down and relax a little bit. We charged our phones, checked in with Jade and Jeremiah and my parents, whatever. Um, So we sat there for a little bit. I had an incredible, like, coconut frozen coffee thing. Joey had some really good frozen lemonade. Yeah. Um, And then we were still way too early when we went back. (laughs) Um, And everyone was still kind of like, you guys are really early. We're like, "Mm, sorry. Um, but luckily some other, like, audience people got there not too long after us. Um, but yeah, they were super, super sweet. We made a friend. Um, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. I don't think we asked her name. We never, I don't think we ever did get her name. No. I, I but just... if you are listening, the absolutely delightful person from the merchandise counter, um, you were great. And we really loved talking to you. And, uh, we hope that everything went really well for you. Yeah, she had talked to us about, so when we got there, we went up to the merch counter because we saw that they were wearing this really cool shirt. And we'll talk about all the merch that we bought uh, in a bit. Um, but they were wearing this cool shirt and we were like, oh, do you have it in our size, blah, blah, blah. And they looked and she said that um, they didn't have it. Like, I think they might be out. And um, so she was like, come back to me at the end of, the show and we'll see if they have it and she came to the rescue and got us our our shirt size and it was it was very nice and I'm glad that we ended up with that shirt and she uh you know she was very very like uh tongue-in-cheek about like I'm like should I buy another poster and she's like yeah I think you should like but like not in like a salesman-esque way she was just Just very sweet super chill person yeah she was just very nice and she's auditioning to well she already did it um auditioned to be in the show and I hope that she got whatever role she was auditioning for and I would fly back yeah, I would. I would just be she like, was so hey, cool. yeah, she's awesome. I would totally fly back to you. I mean, everybody that we everyone talked to was, was so cool. Everyone at the theater was so very nice and just yeah. so like chill and friendly. And it's only like I feel like everybody who worked at that show felt like what I can only describe as like what the coolest kindergarten teachers would ever like, oh, be. Yeah. Like that's it's like they just all had that kind of vibe, but it yeah. was like they're like all they were all chill, they were all fun, they were yep. all like just having a good time and enjoying all the, like, kids being so silly. Oh, my and, God. There like, were so many cute kids there. They were... There was... When we got into the theater... So, we, we we get to the theater. They're about to open it up. We did buy a little bit of merch prior to the show. And then we get into the theater. And the setup of the theater was essentially, like, a mixture of, like what you would imagine a theater looks like with the wings almost being um, reminiscent of, like, backstage areas. There were a lot of props. There was, like, a costume rack, um, different things like that. And at the top, there was the, like, the, the, the happy and sad theater masks, and but they were the two-headed monster. And then a, around the, like, trim of the stage was Tweedlebugs, that were, were like, they were in like different little poses and we've talked about now we're, not only do we have to get Bean Buddy tattoos because just for Bean Bunny, but now we have to get these cute little Tweedlebug tattoos as well. Uh, But we get into the theater and we're like, oh my gosh, this is so incredibly stinking cute. Um, We had really good seats too. We had incredible seats. 
I would say the whole theater probably had 15 to 18 rows total. Yeah. I would say we were in about the, we were in the fourth row. Yeah. I don't know why I said about, we were definitively in the fourth row. <laughs> um, perfectly centered. Joey did a perfect job picking out our seats. Um, we kind of like, I was like in charge of flight stuff. Joey was in charge of the, the theater tickets. Um, and he did a wonderful job choosing. We got the VIP package, um, which included uh, a very cool drawstring bag, a little Sesame Street the Musical coloring book, a beautiful, beautiful hardcover program. Oh my gosh, this is probably one of the best programs I've ever gotten from any show ever. It's incredibly impressive, a beautiful keepsake, but my very favorite part of this VIP package that we got was... The free Hershey's chocolate bar. No. (laughs) (laughs) An on-stage picture after the show with the honkers. (laughs) They were so cute. Oh, man. That was was incredible. But... My only... My only disappointment with the entire day, really, besides the flights. (laughs) My only disappointment was that, dear listeners, I did not get kissed on the forehead by a Muppet. Yeah, I, when we were sitting there, Michaela... Tur- I, like, smacked you. you well, the smacking came later. Um, I will tell them when you smacked me, because it scared the crap out of I me. I was very um, violent. But you grabbed me violently and said, <laughs> what if I get kissed by a Muppet? And I go... I, I think my eyes were, like, as big as dinner plates. Yeah, they were huge, and you were already crying. Yeah. And I was like... The show had not started. The show had not started yet at this point. We had not seen any much. And prior prior to this, too, this is also important for the context of, of Michaela already crying, because she said, how many times do you think you're going to cry in this production? And I go, I don't think I'm going to cry. I think I'm going to be very, like, excited, very happy, but, like, I'm not going to cry. And then Michaela's like, oh, I'm, I'm already crying, jokingly, right? We get down and we sit in the chairs. We're, we're talking in the theater, looking at all the Everything props. Everything smells like Cheerios, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. I mean, the entire theater was like a, a child had just run rampant in it. But in uh, the best way. In the best way. I mean, they did their best to, like, make it presentable, but, like, it smelled like Cheerios and, and child. Um, <laughs> child. <laughs> like, it just, yeah. And then we're sitting there and you turned to me and said that and you just had tears already. I'm like, are you already crying? And you're just like, what if they kiss me on the forehead? And I did say if they did kiss me on the forehead, we would have to end the podcast. So I guess I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. You also had said that you were going to vomit on the stage if they did that as well. Yeah. Um, but so I'm, I'm really glad that they, did, that they didn't kiss you on the forehead. I think we just now need to be better prepared for the opportunity for you to get kissed on the forehead by a Muppet. I think we need to practice. I think that we need to get like a little Kermit hand puppet. I think and do like exposure therapy I think and every you need once to, in a while you just put it on my forehead. I just think you need to start small. I think you need to like have like get kissed by like a very obscure Muppet. And then <laughs> and then and then from, and then from there, then you can work your way up to like Kermit. Because if Kermit kisses you on the forehead, the way that you reacted to a honker kissing you on the forehead, yeah. you're gonna die. <laughs> like You'll probably combust, and probably. then and then there's no podcast. That's the least of your worries. There's yeah. no Michaela. True. Um, but um, 
Yeah, so we're sitting there and we're 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 talking about that. And there were some really cute kids. There was this one little oh, girl yeah. in the very front row. The little row. girl next to you was really cute. Yeah, the, the the little kid next to me was just like wanting to jump up and down at every single mm-hmm. character that they saw. And Which then, is insane. Yeah, and then there was this little girl in the very front who was like, "I'm gonna see Elmo," and I was like, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, that's adorable." Yeah. Um. And then you said that there was a little girl that looked exactly like your sister. Yes. And came in with the like the chubbiest little, little cheeks. cheeks. Yeah. Um, she was this kid was all cheeks. She was yeah. so cute. But we were we're talking and we're and I'm looking at all the props and this is the part where you scared the crap out of me. Was I'm looking like house right towards the stage, just looking at all the little props that they had because they had a picture picture of. Mr. Hooper, they had Slimy, they had uh, Elmo's plushy uh, Baby David, and they had like all these Bert's like bottle di- cap Bert's, yeah, Bert's bottle cap collection. They had all these different stuff. Oh, also, side note: Did you notice on the on the left hand side there was the um, the talking orange ball from um, no. Sesame Street? Yeah, that was ah, that was on there too. I wish I'd noticed. I'm sure it's in one of my pictures. Probably, but. So we're, I'm looking at all the, I'm like, oh, they have that. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And then Michaela gasps and smacks my thigh and like puts her claws into it. And I'm like, I'm thinking something's wrong. And I turn and she's got tears in her eyes and I look at the stage and I don't know how I missed it, but Ernie popped up. And to like do like the pre-show talk about like getting off your phones and you know, stuff like that. Um, But that scared it the, the you-know-what-out-of-me. I was, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I freaked him out. Was yeah. it worth it? Yes. Yeah, it was very funny. But um, Ernie comes up on, this, on the stage and he tells you like to get off your phones and like we're going to get the show ready and like I hope Bert remembers his lines and all, all this different stuff. And then um, the yip-yips come out to tell you no phones. And, and it was so cute. They're, go- they're like, oh... Phones. Nope, 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 nope. And it's adorable. So cute. And then they start the show. And the, man, I mean, God, this show was incredible. There were so many honkers. Yeah, the honkers have a big... They have a big presence. Presence in the show. Surprisingly, the dingers don't, though. Were there um, any dingers? No. There were no dingers, all, there was not all honkers. A honker ducky dinger jamboree. Yeah, which there should have been. But um I just I just I like that they had so many honkers and they do the opening with um the Sesame Street theme song and but they did it with just like the honkers yeah. doing like the, the song and it was so much fun, so cute. Yeah. And then they do an original song called Hey, we're in a musical, and which was so cute. And you kind of get to like meet everybody. Like they all start coming out. Yeah, and you get the vibe of like what the show is going to be about because the the plot of the show is essentially the Sesame Street Muppets are learning how to put on a play, and in their musical they are looking at the program. And in the program it says that they have a special guest, but they never booked a special guest. So the only human character that comes out was uh, a girl who in the show is named Genevieve. And 
they're like, oh, Genevieve, you look like the type of person that's, that sings, which, bold assumption to just look at somebody and go, I think you sing. I mean, she did look like a kindergarten teacher from a movie. Yeah. Like, she, she looked very, like, if you crossed Miss Honey from Matilda and Jess Day from New Girl, that's this girl. Yeah, she had she was those vibes. perfect. She was adorable. I want to be her when I grow up. Yeah. And then, um, so they're planning to have this, this musical, and then the rest of the show is essentially like, it's, it's very vaudeville and very like mm. musical review style because it was just like the, the, other than the two or three original songs that they had in this hour, it was just like the greatest hits yeah. of Sesame Street. So they had C is for Cookie, they had Me Am What Me Am, and, and Cookie Monster sung both of those. Um, Elmo's Got the Moves. Which was... Adorable. That was probably... So cute. That was my favorite part of the show. I know we usually save the favorite parts for the end uh, when we're doing things. But, um, yeah, Elmo getting up there and, like, it was like he was just shaking his little tummy and and moving around and singing. It was adorable. And then they had um, Sing After Me um, with Rosita. And Rosita was teaching Guinevere how to sing. Did you say Guinevere? Wasn't that, isn't that her name? Genevieve. Genevieve, close enough. Um, Guinevieve. Guinevieve. I'm thinking of Guinevere and Genevieve and like my brain combined the two. Um, and then Oscar comes out and talks about how... Um, he's a critic. He's a critic. And, like, and like, he's like, oh, critics love trashy things. And he sings, I love trash. Um, it's also a very self-aware show. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was great. I mean, in true like Sesame Street and Muppets fashion... Yes, this was primarily directed at the children who were there, but also there were still so many jokes. Like, there's a line about Bert, like, wondering if he has an agent. And, you know, Oscar's whole thing is that he's, like, the critic and he can't wait to write a bad review and wishes that we would stop having such a good time so we had something to write about. Um, There was a stage manager sheep. If I could have purchased a plush of the stage manager sheep. Missed opportunity for them not to have Missed opportunity. Yeah. I wanted to touch that sheep so bad. The other reason I wish that I could be in Genevieve's shoes, that girl was hugging all these Muppets. Yeah. These Muppets, she wasn't hugging them. They were hugging her. I want that life. Yeah. I mean, that's the closest that, you know, getting kissed on the forehead by a Muppet. That... Being in a group been. hug with all of them might even top that. You really, I bet you they think? kissed her forehead. Did you see Elmo just like snuggle right into her? Yeah, Elmo loved her. They all loved her. It was great. She was extremely lovable. I yeah. love her. She was a very, like, for being, I think we've talked about this in some sort of capacity before, but like being the human character in a world of Muppets is very hard to like compete with and be like, a focal point. And mm-hmm. she did a fantastic job at like simultaneously not taking away from the Muppets, but also like holding her ground. Yeah. Like um, being a character like, that I like. In the, yeah. In the same way that like Michael Caine or Tim Curry or um, who else is like a good, like, I mean, any of the celebrities that come yeah. onto Sesame Street. Congratulations, Genevieve. If you're listening, you are in fact on par with Michael Caine for us. Yeah. And I. I just enjoyed her a lot. I enjoyed yeah. and um adorable. But so then cute. but then they go into singing uh rubber ducky and they do uh 
teaching her teaching her how to dance and with the the batty bat and the count comes out and sings that. I also cried during this part. Um, number the number of the day, uh, where they talk about the number two, and then they had uh, I don't even well they called I them the Mupp- they, they called them the Muppet dancers, but they were these like giant fuzzy pom poms. And they were incredible. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun and watching them. And they were like them. kind of black light almost. Yeah. Like that kind of lighting. And then they sing, was an, I don't know if Imagination was. I think that was an original song. An original show. song. It might have been. Um, but they did this song about talking about dressing up and because she needed a costume after learning how to sing and dance. And then they did Fuzzy and Blue. But the rendition of Fuzzy and Blue that they did was just Grover and Cookie Monster, and then a Yip Yip comes out because they had a blue Yip Yip and they had an orange Yip Yip. And the orange Yip Yip was the one that comes out because in the original song they have um, Frazzle, who's orange, and they're like, you're not Fuzzy and Blue, you're Fuzzy and Orange. And they changed the lyrics for him. Um, so that was really cute. And then... Uh, Genevieve gets nervous, and so they're talking about, like, just belly breathe. I am assuming that the belly breathe song is from the show. I will admit, so like I've mentioned, my sister is 10 years younger than I am. Mm. So I watched a lot of Sesame Street kind of until she grew out of it, which is kind of like at still like the height of Abby Cadabby was kind of when I started or stopped regularly watching Sesame Street. Right. And every once in a while, like, come across a clip or whatever. But I don't think I've watched, like, an actual full episode since my sister was little. Right. That hasn't been like, oh, I remember this from when I was little, so I'm going to put it on. You know, like, right. I've watched, like, ones that are nostalgic to me. Um, so I don't really know Gabrielle very well. Yeah. And, oh, my God, she's so cute. And this Belly Breathe song is definitely one that I, a 26-year-old woman, will probably listen to when I'm feeling anxious. Belly Breathe is from the... From Sesame Street, and the mm-hmm. only reason why I know that is because the song they like. I don't know if this was the original version of it, or if this was like when the celebrities come on and do their version yeah. of it. But they had a version with Common and uh, Colby Collette, oh. um, and they were singing it. Yeah. Um, and so I know that that from the show. Yeah. But that's I probably this part that's probably one of the, yeah I did too. That was like yeah. that was spoiler alert. I was like, I'm not going to cry. And then I immediately started crying at the beginning of the show and then various songs that like, yeah. you know, whether it was message related or because of the nostalgia factor, I cried. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no, this one, I think Sesame Street has always done a really good job at tackling issues that other shows for children do not. Yeah. I mean, what other show is going to be able to talk about, you know, uh, anxiety and depression mm. and, and you know in you know, a way wor- that's accessible to children right and like and same with like world events that are very traumatizing or like I mean and there there's a thing coming out right now that I haven't really looked into but it talks about childhood trauma mm. and it's with Big Bird and like mm. so like I don't I don't know what that's really necessarily like you know what that is but I'm like the fact that they're so bold and so mm-hmm. like ready to be able to like have those conversations so that kids and parents can like simultaneously yeah. understand those things is fantastic. No, I'm like sitting there belly breathing with them during the song. Yeah. I'm, like thinking about like I'm gonna I'm gonna memorize this song for work. 
And then after they do their belly breathing, they go into another Nostalgia Factor song with the pinball number count. And I was I just... love the pinball number count. It was my mom's cell phone ringtone for, like, a really long time. That's hilarious. And it would... Her phone would ring at, like, Target or the grocery store, and, like, other adults would stop and be like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Um, but, yeah, we, we sang along. So the other thing was that singing along was very encouraged. I really only sang along out loud to the pinball number count. Um... And sing after me because that was like definitely they were like please sing with us, um, but the pinball number count was just so much fun and all of the little like puppet numbers were coming out. It was oh it was adorable. There was a disco ball. Um, we did not talk about it, but there were bubbles during Rubber Ducky. Oh yeah, that was that was cute when the bubbles came out. And I love anything like that. Yeah, they they did a lot of there was a lot of like audience participation in the mm-hmm. sense that they were like you know they'd be like sing along with like especially during like. Um, be my echo. They were like, sing along with us and, you know, had it had back and forth. And, um, it was just, it was just pulling on all, like, you yeah. know, pulling on all the heartstrings and, and running on all cylinders about, you know, getting both the kids and the parents involved in the show. Um, and then they sung, but I like you. And that was Bert and Ernie's like big number. Cause one of the like side plot points of this show was Bert wants to like, perform a song and he's waiting for Ernie and like where is he like we have to do our big number and they finally get to do their number I love Bert um I feel like you and I are Bert and Ernie who's Bert and who's Ernie I think I'm Bert most of the time I feel like we we've sort of flip-flop depending on we flip-flop a little bit like yesterday at work I was Bert and you were Ernie yeah and then (laughs) but I think I, I think it just depends on the moment it does um, and then Abby could Abby sung a song, believe in yourself. Um, and you can be a star was the next song and Hey friend. I think, I, I think I'm those are sh- both. Those most, I think both show? of them might've been for the show. I'm the not last really one sure. definitely was. Yeah. But they, and it was so cute. I, I haven't looked yet, but I need, I need there to be like a cast recording. Yeah, if there is, I mean, they they definitely took a little bit of, like, liberties in terms of, like, the compositions of the song and, like, making it a little bit different. Yeah, and it was, but they were, it it all worked so well. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, all right, well, now's the time that you can take out your phones. And they let you take pictures of, like, all the Muppets coming out to do their curtain curtain calls. Mm -hmm. And that was a lot of fun and really cute. They were so cute. Yeah, and then. And then we went to our photo op after the show, um, and we met the honkers, and they were, you know, so cute, honking their noses and slapping on the edge of the uh, uh, stage where they were to, you know, have us take pictures with them. And then um, we went back, got some more merch, and... Talked to our new friend for a little longer. And then we... Made our way towards uh, Times Square to do the Disney store. We got a very overpriced hot dog later. Yeah. We got um, kind of scammed on that hot dog. My God. But I did get a Poland Spring Water, which is great. Yeah. Because Poland Spring Water is the best water. I'm just glad that you got... I'm just glad that you got the water that you wanted to get. Yeah. That, that's... I don't know if Living I... Living in Orlando, bottled water here that's not like Dasani or Smartwater or whatever. Yeah. The like local, what's it called, Zephyrils or something? Something like that. It's not great. I also don't know. I know that there's like, 
the water, depending on where you live, the I don't think Poland Springs is part of this, but like Zephyr Hills down here is like Deer Park up yeah. north, I think, something like that. Like I think it's like it changes depending on where yeah. you're at, but it's literally all the same water. But see, um, Poland Spring is different. I <laughs> side tangent here, please. Poland let, Spring. Let, let everyone listen to your Poland Spring rant is for, <laughs> while I go get our merch. Okay. Poland Spring water is specifically from Maine, from a place called Poland Spring. And is the company itself kind of problematic? Yes, because they don't always go about things the most, like, environmentally friendly way. However, it is the best water, and there's a big difference. So one of our friends from work is also, he's from Massachusetts, and he and I, one of the things that we originally bonded over, he's one of my best friends now, but one of the things that we originally bonded over was, like, things from back home because it's very different living in Florida than it was living in Maine or Massachusetts. And Poland Spring Water, it hits different. I love it. Um, I was very excited. This was a nice, cold Poland Spring. Yeah, I will say that the water was... Great. ...was very cold. Yeah. And the hot dog was very gray. And mushy. Yeah, also, the guy, so it was like a street hot dog guy. We got three hot dogs and a bottle of water, and he wanted to charge Joey $19. Uh, and I was like, absolutely not. Even if I had $19, I still was going to be like, I only got 12 Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then that was, and then we went back on the subway, back on the, tr- on the buses, back on the plane, and ended up back in Orlando at, yeah. like, 11 o'clock at night. Yes. Um, you also ran into uh, I did. I ran into, friend. like, a childhood friend of mine who I hadn't seen since I was, like, 12. Which is also something that was crazy because we literally got there and I went, this was very early in the morning, I go, I don't know why, but I have this strange feeling that we're going to run into somebody that I know or that you know or maybe a celebrity or something. I don't know. Like, just somebody that we, like, know personally or know of. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward a couple hours later you run into somebody that you hadn't seen in God knows how long. And it yeah. was, it was like the weirdest, like, whoa. Yeah. Like, and moment. we like literally were just walking by each other on the street and I did like a double take. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. But ultimately it was one of the greatest experiences there. And then when we, the merch that we got, we had already talked about our little VIP packages, which came with our like little coloring book and our, Um, our program and all that stuff. But one of the things that I got was these parody posters of different... Oh my God, that's even cuter. I didn't even really look at it when you got it. Yeah, these different Broadway shows, parody posters. So they had a bunch. Um, I just didn't have the money or the luggage space to get get all of them. Um, But if anybody has some that they don't want, I will happily accept them. You can just send them my way. But um, we had... I got the Little Shop of Hoopers one. Um, The... Elmo, Oklahoma, which it has so Elmo cute. on it. Um, and a Muppet cow. I always a love a good cow. Muppet cow. Yeah. Um, some like to honk, which um, I'm not a, I'm, I don't really know much about some like it hot, but... Um, no, but the poster's But really the poster's cute. really cute, and the show was very honker-heavy, so I felt like I had to get it. Yeah. And Groverton, a super musical, and it's uh, obviously a parody of Hamilton with Grover on the top of it. And I can't wait to get those framed and have them oh, yeah. in the Muppet room. Um... I keep saying Muppet Room, and every time I say it, Jade looks at me and it's like, it's a room now. And I go, it's always been a room. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, and, and we got our little, our t-shirts that say Sesame Street the Musical and have all the different characters in them. And um, it was just the, the best. It was. It really was the best. We had such a nice day. So what was your favorite song? I know I already talked about um, Elmo's song. I mean, it was very early in the musical, but like, holy moly, that number was incredible. It was so great. Um, my favorite... was probably oh, it's so hard because there's so many good ones I really enjoyed mm, okay I really enjoyed But I Like You okay um, But I Like You is good yeah I just really like that song yeah I also was thinking about the whole time like oh we're little Bert and Ernie yeah that is that is us How you're cute. like you're like I'm I'm like I like Philadelphia sports <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> And you're like, and you're like, I like Duffy and Friends. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we could probably we could spend like thirty we minutes. Definitely. We write could spend we could spend thirty minutes eat. Well, yes, we could also write out a, a ver- we should do that. Yes. We'll write out a version of that song as a version for us. But I think we could also just spend like thirty minutes where like set a timer. I talk about like the Philadelphia 76ers and you talk about like Duffy lore and we yes. would just look at each other with wide eyes and just nod yeah. for 30 minutes straight. The best example of this really <laughs> did happen in New York when we spent probably about 40 minutes at the MLB store <laughs> and then I also made Joey spend about 40 minutes at the American Girl store. Yeah, it, it really was like, I was like, I'm explaining how baseball works and you were like, I'm, I'm explaining who Felicity is. <laughs> You're like, this is Samantha. And I was like, and, and what does she do? And it's like, she doesn't do anything. She saved America. Like, like You're wrong. But I, okay. I, don't know what they, I, I don't know what they did. I None of them saved America. They're like 12-year-old girls. Okay, well, you're not giving enough power to these girls then. They saved. They Joey's saved. a better feminist than I am. <laughs> but like. No, I, Samantha was an orphan who had a rich <laughs> uncle who was very attractive in the film, oh my God. which also sets up the rest of my life, that of all of these characters in this film that I saw when I was like 11, I thought her uncle was the most attractive. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, but no, she, and then she made friends with this other little girl from England named Nellie. We don't have time for this. Yeah, time. I feel like I've, <laughs> we, I think we've even lost your mom now at this point. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, no, but the, the show was incredible. I really enjoyed all the music. I enjoyed all the puppetry. I Mm. enjoyed all the, like, I mean, it, I always enjoy like Peter Linz and Matt Vogel and all the, 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 the Sesame Street performers who. Matt Vogel does a great count. He does do a great count. It's very seamless. Yeah. Um, I will say that when he does his yip yip, his yip yip sounds a lot like his Kermit. Yeah. Um, because I was like, I recognize that voice. Um, but... Can I side tangent about one of my favorite coworkers? Sure. So we work with a delightful man <laughs> who has been working at our place of employment for literally as long as I've been alive. Like, uh, literally 26 yeah, years. Yeah, I think he started approximately in 1865. Yeah, something um, like that. Something like that. Um... I love this man to death. I called him my comfort white boy, and that confuses him because he is probably, like, in his 50s. And he is very confused. But we told him 
at least a million times that we were going to see Sesame Street the musical because he's also a big Muppets guy, big Sesame Street guy, big lots of things. He's just a fan of everything. He has he is very passionate about a lot of things, but the things that he's passionate about, he goes hard. I mean, he's he's built a Batmobile. He is very into Tron, very into 20,000 Leagues Under, Under the Sea. You know, I mean, the, the things he likes, he likes. Yeah. And then, but... And one of those things is yeah. very specifically the Yip Yips. Yes. And Joey and I told this man a billion times that we were, A, going to New York to see the show, <laughs> and B, that the Yip Yips were in it. And so we're waiting in the lobby, and there's a very cute, like, poster of, like, headshots of the cast. And it's very cute. And so I specifically take a picture of the picture of the Yip Yips to send to our friend. And I send it to him and he goes, oh, where's that? And I'm like, Sesame Street the Musical. And he goes, is that here in Orlando? And I said, no, Joey and I are in New York. And he's like, when did you say you were doing it? I'm like, oh my God. Every, every time I told this man that this is what we were doing, I think this, he had the same reaction of, oh, that's cool. When when are you doing that? And I was like, I I told you this, like I've told you this every week when I get more information about what we're doing. Um, but yeah, no, it was. I would protect this man with my life. He's he's is he's so funny. Yeah, um, I love him. But ultimately, this show, if you get the chance to go to New York, or if you live in the New York area, or you know, are close by, or if you're not close by at all, like us, and you're just really excited about things. Yes, you just... Been, take your best friend, go to New York for a day, maybe don't fly the airline that we did. Yeah, don't fly... <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe bring a little bit more baggage than we did. Um, I brought my work backpack, and Joey didn't bring anything. Yeah, I was like, I get one, I get one carry-on personal item... And it's going to be all the crap that I buy. Yeah. Um, luckily, we got everything to work, mostly because Joey's little jelly cat diner box that his hot dog came in, um, they thought that it was food. So they didn't yeah. make him try to pack anything. Which I was like, And they were God. yelling at other people about having like an extra shopping bag or whatever. And they're like, food is the only thing that can be out of a bag. And Joey had his little jelly cat diner box. Yeah, and I was like, I think this looks enough like this is an actual giant hot dog or a cheesesteak or something like that. Yeah. That I can get away with this. And I did. He did. Everything um, made it home. Yeah. And I and I love my little hot dog. I named him Baseball. Did I already say that? Not on the podcast. You told uh, me and I thought okay. it was very funny. But... Yeah. I, I named the hot dog Baseball. And then I'm going to, when, whenever I go back to Jelly Cat to get the little baseball that I had, I will name Hot Dog. And I will have them together. And it's all Joey's be nice. truly an all American boy. <laughs> your little stuffed hot dog and your stuffed baseball. I love my little I, I I mean he's adorable. I'm very I like when he was just like sitting here and Jade was holding him, she was like, This is really cute. And I was like, he I was is. thinking the same thing. I was like, not it's not this is not normally my cup of tea. But But they do have a stuffed cup of tea if they, you wanted one. They do. And it's that's also very cute. I'm going through a round of I want the coffee of, cup. Well, when I go, I'm gonna, I'm when gonna, I go back to New York, I'll I'll pick you up the coffee cup. Do you want the coffee? I love the coffee cup. All right. Well, I'm getting the baseball, so I'll get you the coffee cup. Oh, adorable. But um, on a scale, we have to always end the podcast the same way that we always do. On a scale of Muppets Now to Muppets Christmas Carol, even though it's not you know a movie, where would you rank it? 
I just the show or the whole day? You can sort of do both. Just the show or both? Whichever. I think having a whole day in one of my favorite cities with my best friend was great. I rank that very high. Um, You're like, it's not as good as Muppets Christmas Carol. Spending the day with Joey, not quite Muppets Christmas Carol, but it was cool. (laughs) It was great. I had a good time. Um, As far as the show, I think it's, for the experience and everything and being in the same room with them, I would rank that on par with Muppets Christmas Carol. I would agree. I would say that the show itself is truly... I would have sat there for four days nonstop. Yeah. Just in there. No, I I think this show... I think you're right. I think this show is, like... Like, for what it is, as, like, kids' first live theater experience Mm -hmm. and getting the nostalgia factor in, plus, like, getting kids engaged... Mm -hmm. And not leaving the parents hanging. Yeah. I mean, this show is Or incredible. the childless adults. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we, and, we were, and we weren't the only ones, too, which we was very nice. We were not the only childless adults there, which is cool. Um, as, and I guess I should have talked about this before the wrap-up, but as, like, a someone who has a background in children's theater and, like, education and stuff, I thought it was perfect. I, I hope that this goes on tour. Um, and knowing that Sesame Workshop has a hand in it, that it goes to places that are accessible to children of all backgrounds, of all um, kind of financial uh, backgrounds and places that need things like that. I would, I, it's, it's too big for something like this, but I would love to see this be something that goes to like schools and stuff. Yeah. Or like if there was like a grant program to like, get tickets to kids who don't really have these kind of experiences. Yeah. Um, I think that would be really neat. Um, but yeah, it was, oh, it was incredible. I also think it would be really cool if, like, this was, like, you know, they did this show, and then a couple years they brought back Sesame Street the Musical, but did, like, different songs and different, you know, maybe some other characters that we didn't get to see this time. Yeah, I think my, my like, even though I rate, I rate it as high as Muppet's Christmas Carol... I, my, my gripes with this were, are very minor, Mm -hmm. but like, it was just more like personal things of like, man, I would have loved to have seen, you know, I I don't know, like Big Bird in this or, you know, and I, Given the space. Right. Impossible. And and like, that's the thing. Like, it's like, it's like, they're, they're like small little personal things, but I understand logically why they couldn't happen. And then the other thing was in the same vein, like certain songs. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was like, wow! I'm surprised that they're not doing. Um, uh, who are the people in your neighborhood? Oh yeah. Or um, we we had talked about Happy Tap and with Elmo, but they like did. Elmo's this, got the moves. The Elmo's, like this generation. Elmo's got Happy the moves was so good. Yeah, I love that song. I just yeah. like I was. I was vibing. I was just enjoying him. Um, Elmo's got the moves. He's got the moves, but he does. Um, Ultimately, I just, I just really hope that this show, if it comes to Orlando, I will be seeing it. Again. Absolutely, I mean, and I will be bringing our friends. We'll, we'll be bringing friends, and I will be buying more of these posters because there were some that I, they had. Uh, Back to the Future had just opened up, mm-hmm. and they had one that was uh, Bath to the Future with uh, Ernie and Bert and Rubber Ducky, and Rubber Ducky, and they had sold out of it. 
Um, so I was like, dang, because I totally would have gotten that one. But If it comes back, can we bring our Yip Yip friend? Yeah, I feel like we kind of have to. I don't think there's... A, other than our Yip Yip friend, who else do we work with that is like... Do we gun, work with? Gun-ho Reese? Sesame Street. Reese is into Sesame Street? I don't know, but they listen to the podcast. Well, I know Reese listens to the... Shout out to Reese. Reese, if you'd like to be on the podcast, you can. Um... <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, Reese. I, I know exactly... You on the podcast? No. Are you kidding about that? I exactly... I said that because I know the face that Reese was going to oh, make. Okay. Because Reese, Reese's face is, for the visual medium of the podcast, even though I'm showing this just to Michaela, is they hear that and go... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then are, like, mildly offended until I'm, like... Fair. <laughs> um, no, but Reese will, Reese will want to talk about... Um, a certain turtle that mm. had that the Henson of company the, has. The teenage mutant variety? The, yeah. So eventually we'll have to talk about that and That's have them true. on. But like specifically I'm talking specifically about Sesame Street? like who are our friends who like Sesame Street? Because I don't I think people would come yeah. and want to go see this with us. But I don't know if we have like like Jade for instance, right? Yeah. Jade didn't really grow up on Sesame Street because she had an older sibling. And, you know, by the time that, like, like you know, they were in charge of a TV kind of situation. So, like, for us, I mean, I, we have a couple of friends that are into, like, Muppets specifically. Yeah. Um, well, I'm bringing, I'm bringing him no matter what. Yeah, I mean, he's got to, he's got to come. I think we just, we just buy out the whole theater. Just, yeah, just for him. Just, <laughs> just, it's just the three of us and we're like, it's you're going to, you're going to love this. Um, and he would. He would. But, if, like I said, if you get a chance to go see this musical in any sort of capacity, do yourself a favor. Go see it. Please go see Have it. Have a blast. Take your kids. Go by yourself. Bring your friends. It is truly, even though it is geared towards children because it is Sesame Street, it is a show for all ages. And My I My inner child, satisfied. Yeah. Um, but... We're we're hoping to eventually go out and do more shows like this. So if you're interested in us reviewing more shows that are live theater and live puppetry and things like that, I mean, getting the opportunity to meet Dave Goals and doing that and getting the opportunity to go see Sesame Street the Musical is only the, the tip of the iceberg. So we got more to come. If you have, like, local museums or anything with Muppet exhibits or Henson exhibits... Tell us about them. We know about, of course, you know, some of the bigger ones, but there's always like a, you know, like the, like the family museum. I would love to go there someday. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. Or even just like if your local library is doing like an event or whatever and you go, tell us about it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, as always, follow us on our Facebook, on our Instagram at Lover Streamers Podcast, uh, TikTok, uh, email us with anything that you might want to want us to see, um, and we're gonna be you know going back to form of hopefully trying to post our our normal schedules, our regular once a week. So keep keep listening and keep tuning in. And until the next one, we'll see you real soon. Bye. Yeah. Right. Can we do it this time? I is this gonna be? Are you gonna end the podcast correctly? I am going to. However, my arm is in a weird position, so it that's is. why it's going so. We're recording slow. on the couch today, which is weird. I 
I we, like it. We, we needed to sit on something soft. We're I, so tired, you I'm, guys. I'm, I'm ex- well, I'm, I don't, I think I'm still jet lagged from this trip. I so. was awake for 39 hours. That's a lot of hours. Okay, I'm going to end okay, the Okay, we're going to go. Okay, bye. Okay, love bye. you all. I love you. Ew, I hated that. <laughs>